This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, the UK's number one and only Memphis Wrestling Related Podcast. I'm, as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy as we are heading towards the end of January here in 2023. Unbelievably, it will be February next week. Hopefully the podcast finds you well, wherever you may be. I am the Lord of the Dance, said he. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter, at MemphisCast, and to the hit subscribe button here on our home, the place to be wrestling network. Home of great shows such as The Nation Invasion, a brand new show coming to you from uh, the place to be wrestling network. Also, Talking WCW NWA Saturday special PTBN's main event, NWA Crock and Roll, and our other show that's here on a Monday, the Monday Night Project, where we go through Monday Night Raw uh, from the very beginning. Well, we, st- we started uh, uh, middle of June, and we are currently uh, in August. We are two, two, two or three weeks away from SummerSlam, so that is happening over there on the Monday Night Project. Uh, it's happening over there on the Place to Be Wrestling Network. You can follow the network on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling, where you will find a some of the shows have Twitters, and you can follow the shows over there. You can also buy some merchandise from us, some very nicely designed merchandise, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash MemphisCast. This week we are this is we are into our second megasode, where we are covering the 14th of August until the 4th of September, 1982. Last week we covered the 8th of May to the 24th of July, where we saw some wild brawls, some legendary names enter the uh, into the fray, some title matches, and all the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Before we head down to ringside, let's see what's been happening around the world. This, These are the highlights of the happenings that have been happening between July the 24th, the last time we saw you, and August the 14th. So on the 26th of July in Memphis, Tennessee, 7,897 fans packed out the Mid-South Coliseum as they saw Norvell Austin pinning Bobby Fulton. Steve Kern drew with the Iron Sheik. Stan Lane defeated Dennis Condry via disqualification. Bill Dundee, Bobby Fulton and the Fabulous Ones, that being Steve Kern and Stan Lane, defeated the Midnight Express of Dennis Condry, Norvell Austin. They also teamed with the Iron Sheik, Jimmy Hart. Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar beat King Cobra and Dutch Mantel in a no-disqualification match. Southern champion Kamala defeated Ron Bass. JJ Dillon beat Jerry Lawler via disqualification. 
On the 29th of July, Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman appear on the Late Night Show with David Letterman, Letterman in one of the most famous pro-wrestling mainstream angles in history. Andy Kaufman curses Lawler after he slaps Kaufman out of his chair. Kaufman then throws David Letterman's coffee at Lawler, who causes, who chases sorry, Andy Kaufman out of the studio. This is all um, on there because back in May, was it May we saw them? Back in May... They had the Jerry Lawler um Andy Kaufman match, um, which resulted in Andy Kaufman being um stretched out of the arena after suffering two pile two pile drivers, I think, from Lawler. Uh he is in a cast and this is setting up another angle between Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman, which we may see. I don't know exactly when it happened. I think it's nineteen eighty three. Because I'm, sh- yeah, I don't know, but there's they've got like a boxer versus wrestling match or whatever, so that's going to be happening soon. Uh, then on the second of August, eleven thousand three hundred. Whoo, daddy, that's a big crowd. Saw Dutch Mantel beating the Enforcer, Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar beat Bobby Fulton and Terry Taylor. So that's another new name here in the territory. Mid America champion Bill Dundee pinned Ricky Morton, who I'm guessing is back. Kamala beat Dutch Mantel via disqualification. Jerry Lawler pinned JJ Dillon in a no disqualification match. And then the main event saw Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee defeating Kamala and JJ Dillon via disqualification the 5th of August. New Japan Pro Wrestling held a show in the Sumo Hall over there in Tokyo, Japan. 11,000 saw Kenta Hoshina beat Rick McGraw. <laughs> Bret Hart beat Kendo Kimura. Hiro Matsuda and Yashihaki Yatsu beat Dick Murdoch and The Grappler. I'm not going to butcher this name. CG Sakaguchi and Tiger Togochi beat Greg Valentine and Adrian Adonis for disqualification. WWF L Junior Heavyweight Champion Tiger Mask defeated Dynamite Kid in what I could only imagine was a, uh, a classic. And the main event saw WWF Heavyweight Champion Bob Backlund successfully defend his title against Tatsumi Fujinami. Uh, just a quick one there, um, as you may, if you're a... Uh, if you're a regular listener to the show, you will know that I butcher Japanese um, names. Any, well, anything that is, isn't English, I butcher. I struggle with English sometimes. But if you want to hear um, someone absolutely roll off Japanese names, Spanish names, off with a just pure, just like water coming off a slide, uh, listen to Bis- Between the Sheets with Chris Zellner and David Bixen Span. Um, Chris Zellner um, just sits there and he just ram, he just just launches these names at you with high velocity and they basically sound like one massive sentence. He could be saying two or three names and they just sound like one massive sentence. Uh, they come out each and every Monday uh, between the sheets. Um, they look at a that week in history, so they will look at the whatever because then this coming week is the 31st of January so they'll look at from the 31st of January until the uh, 5th of February from a time ago so they've done this month they've done 1999 they've done 1996 they've done 1995 Um, they basically look at uh, Meltzer's Wrestling Observer they'll look at the torch and they'll go all right so in 1999 Meltzer said this was going to happen oh yeah it happened but this happened, or oh no, it didn't happen at all. I think 1995, January 1995, there was a uh, Dave Meltzer wrote that Dusty Rhodes was going to be leaving the WCW to go to WWF at the time, WWF at the time, um, and it obviously never happened. So they just go, yeah, it didn't happen. Even back, even looking at it back then, it would have never happened. Blah blah blah. So between the sheets is out each and every Monday. Uh, they range from four and a half to six hours, if not longer, and they do that each and every Monday. And um, I've 
become a patron of theirs. Uh, they do a show. <clears throat> they do a massive um, look at things. So I think the last three months they looked at uh, Montreal Screwjob. I think this month they're looking at Paul Heyman. Uh, they just do really big deep dives. If you enjoy your shows that do like a lot of research and they do a lot of detail, I definitely recommend Between the Sheets with Chris Zellner and David Bixenspan. On to the 9th of August 1982 in Mid-South Coliseum. 11,300 once again saw Carl Fergie win an elimination match which involved The Angel, Norvell Austin, Dennis Condry, Bobby Fulton, King Cobra, Sweet Brown Sugar and Terry Taylor. Steve Kern drew with the Dutch Mantel, the Dream Machine and Jim Mitchell. I've got no idea who that is. Um, beat Ron Bass and Stan Lane to win the Southern Tag Team titles. I don't think that's... It wouldn't be the Jim Mitchell that we know as being James Mitchell, but so I'll have to find that out maybe. He may be on this show because it is from this week. And then the Mid-America champion build and D pinned Bobby Eaton. And then the main event saw Jerry Lawler pin Kamala in a no disqualification hair versus title match to win the Southern Heavyweight Championship. So that has been... What is... That has what's been happening we shall now head down to ringside and see what lance and dave have got for us in this episode as we cover the 14th of august to the 4th of september 1982 ladies and gentlemen this is episode 89 of the memphis continental wrestling cast please enjoy Wrestling Dave Brown right along ringside, and we're ready to go. Another big day championship wrestling. I have my mic cord going yeah, down there. Well, we're tugging away. <laughs> Dave, let's get it on. All Boy, right. We got Rick. a big one. Well, I tell you, we do. We're going to have Rick Flair here today on Championship Wrestling. Rick Flair scheduled to go against Rick McCord, and then we've got the Invaders scheduled against Dutch Mantel in another single match. That should be a good one. Then, expiration of time match today, tag team action. In this one, it'll be Sweet Brown Sugar teamed with Carl Fergie. That's what it says right, right there. Brown sugar, brown sugar and, and Carl, Carl Fergie, Fergie against, no, I don't either, against mm. Terry Taylor and Bobby Fulton. Should be some action there in that oh, expiration oh, of time. Match. Mm, we're looking forward to all of it, as a matter of fact. And, of course, the momentous occasion that brings the NWA World Heavyweight Champ in here Absolutely. is that he is here to sign a contract for a title match. It'll be coming up in the future in the area. And we're looking forward to all of the festivities and everything else. So, why don't we get it underway and we'll be back and ready to go with the opening bout and opening ceremonies for you in just one moment. We've got big news, ladies and gentlemen. Rick Flair is in town, and he will be going up against Rick McGraw. We get in the ring for our first bout. We do have Rick Flair, who will be wrestling today, in addition to the fact uh, another outstanding uh, ceremony that will be taking place. Eddie Marlin, promoter, is out here with us. And here he comes right now, the NWA World Heavyweight Champ. His first appearance on our championship wrestling, uh, Rick Flair. Rick, we're delighted to have you here today. 
And we really appreciate uh, your not only being here for the contract signing, which is a rather momentous occasion for this section of the country, but also uh, agreeing to wrestle here today. Well, hey, I want to admit to you, and I want to apologize to a lot of people out there, I've had the wrong impression of Memphis. You know, I got off my jet today, and they had a real big airport here. And I even saw a couple Cadillacs on the highway as I came over here to the TV station. And you, contrary to my beliefs, from what I'd heard, are a real literate TV announcer. And Memphis really is showing me a lot more class than I was led to believe. And Mr. Marlin here obviously promotes one of the finest wrestling promotions I've ever seen anywhere in the country. And it's a pleasure for Ric Flair, the world champion, to be right here in Memphis. And I'm going to do all I can to make this promotion as successful as any promotion that I take part in. Well, I want to say on behalf of everybody in the area that, of course, everybody knows the uh, tremendous uh, background and the what led up to being the world heavyweight champion, winning the title from Dusty Rhodes and all. Rick, we're delighted to have you here today. And again, we appreciate the fact that you are and have agreed to uh, wrestle here on our championship wrestling. And I think... Uh, you know, after being in big cities like Chicago and New York and... Kansas City and Atlanta, you know, a person like myself, who obviously is a top-shelf individual, is led to believe that Memphis was nothing but rednecks and low-class people, and I'm really amazed. And Memphis has shown me a lot. And because, as you mentioned earlier, I'm going to wrestle on this program out of the goodness of my heart. As I said, I'll do anything I can to upgrade and to help professional wrestling. I'm going to strip myself of this $500 sport coat. I'm going to slide out all this gold and I'm going to show the people right here in Memphis just exactly what a real world champion looks like. I know they're going to enjoy it just as much as I enjoy showing them. Well, I, uh, you mentioned something there and, and we'll get into this important thing. I do want to say that that has got to be one of the most stunning watches I've ever seen, this beautiful gold watch that Rick is wearing. And that's entirely aside the point, but uh, I got to bring it up because it is unique. Eddie, here is uh, the big one. Everything about Ric Flair is unique. And the more you're around Ric Flair, this isn't custom made, but if I keep coming in out of Memphis with the money that'll follow me, maybe you can afford a custom made suit. But as you'll see, Mr. Marlin, big time promoter that you are, I'm going to agree to wrestle the Southern Heavyweight Champion, whoever he may be, in the upcoming future. Put the contract down here, my man. We'll make Memphis a big-time wrestling community. How's that? Uh, golly, I'll tell you one thing. We're looking forward to this one, and the signature goes down, and the agreement on this, uh, Eddie, is, as I understand it, that Rick will wrestle the Southern Heavyweight Champ in the area. Okay, well, Thank we are you. really Mr. looking Marlin. forward to that, and uh, while the date specifically has not been set, it will be filled in whenever your schedule is, uh, is arranged where you can come in. We're going to be looking forward to that, too. I'll be back shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, Prepare yourself, because the magnificent one is going to show you why he wears the 10 pounds of gold that makes him the greatest professional wrestler alive today. Well, there he is, and we'll be seeing him a little bit later in his tights. There is no question about it that uh, confidence is certainly a part of being a champion, and uh, as you can obviously see, Ric Flair has all the confidence in the world. And we will be seeing him in action today. We thought possibly that the only thing that we we're going to be able to do was to introduce our championship wrestling fans to him and uh, have him here for the contract signing. The name is on the contract, and we'll be announcing today. Well, I see 
when the camera is on, the mic is open, who is going to take the opportunity to be here? But the president of the first family of professional wrestling, Ooh. Jimmy Hart. You know, I just realized something, that I am the man in professional wrestling that makes things happen. Am I right, baby? Am I right? Listen to that, man. Look, cards and letters from all over the world. Why? For Jimmy Hart. For Jimmy Hart, man. I've been born again, baby. Born again. I feel so good today. I feel fantastic. But, you know, let me tell you something right now. There is a little something on my mind today. You know, I gave Jerry Lawler the opportunity of a lifetime to join the first family of professional wrestling. You. The greatest thing happening in professional wrestling. But what did he do? He thumbed his nose up at Jimmy Hart. He doesn't need Jimmy Hart anymore. He knows, you know, I know, and most of all, the people know that I won that match the other night for Jerry, the King Lawler. I won. He couldn't even come close to beating Kamala and James Dillon without Jimmy Hart. But that's okay, Lawler, because what goes around comes around, my friend, because I promise you this, baby, I won that match for you. I gave you that belt, and I'll be the one to take that belt away from you. Because, you see, I have two very, very special surprises. One will revolutionize professional wrestling history when I make that announcement. But that's going to come a little later. But my new surprise, it. not today, Russell, not today, but my new surprise right now, my biggest surprise is I have a new member in the first family of professional wrestling, a man that has been abused and has been used all of his life. Carl Fergie, come here, Carl. Well, I want to ask you about this because I saw it and I could not believe. I thought it was wrong when they said uh, Carl Fergie and Sweet Brown Sugar. Well, I knew you'd probably think it was wrong, but I'm going to tell you what, it's not. It's right, baby. This man has been abused and used by Jerry Lawler all of his life. You know, everybody knows that he is the cousin to the king, and I use the king very, very loosely, and the cousin to Wayne Ferris, who at one time was in the first family. But you see, this man won a very important match last week, and that was a battle of eight men that he had the opportunity to have a Southern Heavyweight Championship match. And I promise you this, Carl Fergie, right now, baby, you will be my new Southern Heavyweight Champion when that moment comes in your lifetime. Because you see, Jerry the King Lawler, your cousin, has put you on the back burner. He is so jealous of you and everybody in your family, but this man right here is the future, just like Sugar and Eaton's the future. So that's all I've got to say, baby. A few surprises here and there, huh? Boy, I'll say a, a few, few baby, surprises, a few surprises in there. Carl Fergie, baby. Carl Fergie, who... Uh is the newest member of the first family and that kind of was a stunning surprise to us jimmy hart makes it official out here and clears it up he has joined the first family and we'll be seeing him a little bit later with sweet brown sugar as his partner in today's championship wrestling we are going to take some time out come back here and by golly we're going to be interested in seeing the world heavyweight champ rick flair in action right after we take time out for this just a lot happening there. Ric Flair is in the area, and he is here to defend that title. Well, sorry, he's here to wrestle. He's gonna—he signed a contract to say that he will defend that title with the Mid America, or the sorry, the AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion at some point when his busy schedule allows it, and he will be donning the tights here very soon to face Rick McGraw. So it's going to be interesting, and also Carl Fergie. Did we? I think we saw Carl Fergie last time. I think he was around when we were here last. Um, and he is definitely here now, and he has uh, turned to the first family. I think I met. I think I, he was here because I said he was the cousin of Jerry Lawler, but he was the cousin of the Honky Tonk Man, who then in theory is the cousin of Jerry Lawler. So they're all kind of related. So uh, yeah, so Carl Fergie's going to be here. He's going to be teaming with Sweet Brown Sugar. I don't know if we're going to see this because obviously this is um, these are these are cut up and with 
So we'll, we'll probably see the Ric Flair match, but I don't know if we'll see the Carl Fergie match because obviously we'll be seeing highlights of the next month or so in an hour and 50 minutes. So, uh, yeah, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. We're in for a ride. This is special occasion today. We had the world's heavyweight champion in here, Ric Flair, and now we've got the southern heavyweight champ, Jerry the King Lawler, who's got that belt around that waist. Yes, Lance, and it feels very, very good to hear you call me that again. You know, I told you it was a big, uh, the biggest match of my career last week, and I was fortunate enough to come out the new southern heavyweight champion. Now, I want to just come out here for a second for two reasons. First of all, to clear up all of this, uh, you know, I was thought I was going to have to send you a shovel out here because it was getting pretty deep a few seconds ago with Hart out here saying that he won the belt for me. And now he's, I see he's even got my cousin Carl out here and he's probably got his head a little in the, going in the wrong direction. But it will only take me a few minutes to straighten that young man out. And as far as Hart, as far as Hart thinking that he ever won anything in his life, he's sadly mistaken, Lance. I beat the man with very, very little help from Jimmy Hart, I might add. He was there as a diversion, but I want to make this clear. You know, I had people telling me all along that, King, are you going in the first family? Are you teaming back up with Hart? Well, let me assure you that nothing was ever further from my mind because, you see, I used Hart. I made a fool out of Hart. I used him. I won my Southern heavyweight title back. I'm the champion, and Hart's still running around the little, same little clown that he ever was. If he ever thought for one minute that uh, I would take him back, the only way I told him that I would take him back as my manager was if he carried all my suitcases, did all my arrangements, and was just a general flunky, exactly like he was before when I first had him. That would be the only way. He expected me, Lance, to join the first family and be a, some first lieutenant or something like that. So I straightened him out real quick on that. Now, Hart, if you've got any other ideas about anything you ever want to business he wants to conduct with me this is as close as you're going to get to me from now on Hart. i want you to understand that buddy just get within range and i'm going to put this right upside your head but enough about Hart, lance okay. i want to you're right this is an exciting day you know i got here early i was supposed to wrestle i see you know you, they don't have my name on the list no it's, it's not they had me down against pat hutchison now you and i know you could beat pat hutchison couldn't you lance hey come on so i got dressed and uh, Eddie Marlin says, you're wrestling Pat Hutchison? I said, scratch me off the list, Eddie. It's no use me even wasting my time. But I would like, before I leave today, I would like to have the opportunity to uh, shake hands with Ric Flair, the world heavyweight champion. If, you haven't uh, I met see that he's... Uh, Rick before? Oh, I, I just said I would like to shake hands with Ric oh. Flair. Well, uh, he's supposed to wrestle now. If you could go ahead and... Uh, Ring the uh, bell. Maybe yeah. I could just stay out here. And, you okay. Know, uh, let, let me get around here, and we'll tap the bell, and we'll get uh, the champion out here. Because he is, as a matter of fact, coming up in the next bout. He's going against young Rick McCord, and uh, it'll be he our is, first look at him. He's here. obviously great, isn't he? I mean, you know, uh, he sounded like he's uh, full of confidence. Uh, he is full of confidence. He is the question about it. And uh, there he is, right here. Here he comes. The NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Ric Flair. Rick, can we get you uh, before Rick. you? Rick, Rick, can I get you to come over here just a moment? Uh, Do you mind if I just, I just wanted to talk to you for just a second, wish you well on your match, shake hands, and this kind of thing. You don't mind? Rick, uh, 
Plenty of time for that. Plenty of time for that. Okay, and I think uh, obviously uh, these two gentlemen uh, know each other. The Southern just, Heavyweight Champion Jerry Lawler and Rick Flair, the world's welcome, heavyweight champion. Welcome you what to the series. What was the name? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You know, you know me as well as you know. Well, you don't know Lance, but you know we've wrestled on a lot of cards in Florida just a couple of weeks ago. Jerry Lawler, you know that. Right? I mean, you know, I understand. I, I understand completely. Look, he's got that little devilish smile there. I know Rick very well. I agreed to come to Memphis, Tennessee because the world champion should give everyone an opportunity to see big time professional wrestling at its best. But Jerry Lawler, <laughs> I believe they call him the king over here in Memphis, is not going to take up any time of the world champions. Now you see there's a lot of women in this audience over there that are dying for me to slide out of the $7,000 robe. So, Mr. Lawler, when I get through with, uh, what's his name? Rick McCord. When I get through with Mr. McCord, I'll be back. How's well, that let me, let me say this. Now, it's, it's, it's all, you know, it's plain to see that you are here for one reason, and that is to impress all of these pretty women that you see sitting in the audience, and there are some pretty ones. You know, I heard you say uh, that you had heard a lot about this area, about you know, that maybe it's all rednecks and uh, that kind of thing down here. But I think you can see from the people here that uh, you were misinformed. And you want to, being the world champion that you are, the great, undoubtedly, as you said earlier, the greatest wrestler in the world today. Is that right? Well, okay. What you need to do here... I couldn't have said that better myself. Okay, Thank you fine. Oh, hey, you won't get any arguments from me. You know, what you want to do is look as good as possible. This is the first time that you've been on this TV in this That's area. Right. You want to impress these people. You want to look as good as possible today in front of these thousands of people that are watching. Now, I'm going to tell you something about Rick McCord. Now, this is, I like Rick McCord, and this is no offense to Rick at all, but Rick is a young wrestler. He's fairly inexperienced, and I think it's safe to say that Rick has never won a match here on this television. Is that, am I correct? I don't remember it if he did. I'm not that. saying that as a knock to, uh, to Rick. I'm saying it because the man is inexperienced. Now, were a man of your caliber to go in the ring there, you being the world heavyweight champion, were you to go in there and beat Ric Flair or would, and beat Rick McCord, you, you really aren't going to impress anybody. I mean, there, when you step in the ring, there, you wouldn't be able to walk in that audience and get one person to say that that man has a chance against you. You know, you and I just aren't communicating on the same level. You see, these people are here. I could go in there and wrestle a broom. They're here to see Ric Flair. Now, I'm telling you, I gave Memphis a little credit. Memphis has shown me a little bit more than I thought ever possible in the city of Memphis, Tennessee. But you don't seem to understand these people over here have come to see me against anybody. It could be you. It could be, uh, uh, who's who the little guy with the dark hair? What's his name? What do they call him? Bill Dundee. Oh, B Bill Dundee. It could be anybody. Ric Flair, the greatest. Ric Flair, the legend. Ric Flair, your world champion your world champion and all these people out here world champion so makes no difference you want me to wrestle somebody else give me somebody else competition is all secondary next to rick flair wow. rick excuse me just one more second you just said the magic words there if you you are the world heavyweight champion that is there's no doubt in anybody's mind you wear the gold you're the greatest wrestler in the world today so like you said it shouldn't matter who you wrestle nobody's in your caliber right 
Well, why don't we let Rick go on back to the dressing room? And I had a match scheduled very similar to this man right here. If you don't mind, why don't you and I go in the ring? Now, listen, like I said, no, wait. Listen, wait a minute, Rick. I think it's the folks obvious, like that. It's obvious to you that even I'm not in your caliber. Nobody in this area is in your caliber. So when you beat me, you're going to impress these people. They will be impressed when you beat Jerry Lawler right in that ring. Right there. You want to wrestle the world champion? Don't you think anybody wants to wrestle the world champion? Hey. It's an honor for me, Rick. I would love to wrestle. It would be. What, what kind of a time limit do we have in these matches? Uh, ten minutes. One ball, ten minute uh, time limit. You want ten minutes of my time? I would love it. Is that all right with you? Non-title. Get in the ring, brother. Uh, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Rick Flair has said he will go on a non-title, one-fall, ten-minute time limit bout. Let me ask you one more thing. I know, I realize I'm taking a lot of your time here, and it's very valuable, precious time. But since, since I or uh, Rick McCord up there, nobody in this area is in the same caliber of a wrestler as you, and that's true because you are the one and only world champion. Since we've only got ten minutes... Why don't we really make this interesting? Why don't we make everybody out there at home excited, all of these people really excited, make this the most interesting and exciting show that there's ever been on wrestling and put the world title up for just the 10 minutes? No big deal. You probably beat me in 30 seconds. You wouldn't be You're the world champion. Little, you wouldn't be putting a little of that country jive on me now, would you? No, no. You know, Lance, when I jive the world, the world, the world champion, champion never puts his title on TV. Number one, I don't make $500,000 a year, and I don't fly around in a big jet defending that title on local TV programs, you understand? But I'll tell you what I'm going to do, because you're a big deal around here, because I even saw you on TV the other night. Boy, you were a real big deal the other night. Tell you what I'm going to do for you, what I'm going to do for you, and I'm going to do for Memphis, because I think it's long overdue. You get in that ring, the belt will be on the line, and I'm going to pull you through your hoop, Daddy. Mm, you heard it right there. Rick Flair said For he would put minutes. the title on the line. For 10 minutes, the World Heavyweight Championship is at stake in this ring, right? That's what the man said. I didn't know you could have a 10-minute uh, championship match. But Rick Flair has... Uh... So Rick McCord steps out. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen, card subject to change, and what a change that has been. Rick Flair was scheduled to be facing Rick, M Rick McCord in a non-title match. He is now facing Jerry the King Lawler in a 10-minute time limit match for the NWA world title. Like Rick said, the world title was very, very rarely defended on, on, on TV. Rick Flair here, this is his first time in Memphis, and he has been kind of pressured, kind of uh, talked into having a world title match against Jerry Lawler. Joe Calhoun's our referee. Rick Flair wearing a... Um, blue, hold on, something's happening. Rick, before we get it underway here. Yeah, Rick. Never let it be said that the world champion is not a fair man. Lawler's a big deal in this part of the country. He's a big deal in professional wrestling. But you see, his image was all Jerry Lawler because he never was in the ring with Ric Flair. So if Mr. Lawler wants to step out of this ring and walk back there before I embarrass him, 
And before, really, he has to walk out of this television studio with his head between his legs, I'm going to give him an opportunity to do it. So why don't you make that clear to the audience and make that clear to Lawler. If you want, the easy way out, brother, just get out of the ring and I'll forget it. You really want 10 minutes with a world champion? Well, you want 10 minutes with Ric Flair? Daddy, you got it. Don't let Gus get on this, brother. Oh, no. We got it. Well, by golly, I'll tell you, I take my hat off to the champion in this respect. He didn't back up one minute. And Nobody's backing up, both men are in the ring, and the bell is rung. We are making history here, ladies and gentlemen, on this week's episode of the Memphis Content Wrestling Cast. Ric Flair, blue trunks, black boots, Jerry Lawler, blue and lavender singlet, white boots. Con Libra type, Flair pushes Lawler into the corner again. Nope, takes him down. He'll go behind. Jerry Lawler trying to get out of it. He does. Rare chin lock now by Lawler. Clean break. We've got a black curtain round this week. No, no, no colourful backgrounds. But the uh, the house is full. The SRO signs have been out all afternoon here in the WMC studios. And from our vantage point, it's looking like a good, good day for the fans here. They wouldn't have been expecting to see Ric Flair. I guess unless it's advertised, and they definitely weren't looking for a NWA World Title. Defence. Ric Flair is uh, coming in as a champion. One back in 1981, I believe. This is classic Flair here. Full Iron Dragon Twist reversed by Jerry Lawler. Takes down Flair. Jerry Calhoun down there checking the uh, shoulders, making sure Rick doesn't want to give it up. I see Rick had uh, said he'd been saying he'd heard he'd been hearing things about Memphis saying how it was a hillbilly town, a redneck town and he has come in and he's been impressed this would be his one and only time here in the territory I think the NWA title has been here before but only on um, Mid-South Coliseum shows I think Joe Lawler had probably defend, uh, gone against I think he'd gone against Race yeah, I think he's been a bit against race. So he's had he's had title shots before. Corner of type. Side headlock by Lawler. Cinching it in. Do a flare down to one knee. Flare back up. Gets out with a hammer lock. Flare now. Trying to get Lawler down with a hammer lock. But Jerry's fighting it. And Flair's got the advantage just, but Lawler's coming back. Those classic uh, facial expressions of Ric Flair's. Lawler. Standing side headlock again. Flair tried to get out of it, but no such luck. So these two gentlemen have had a storied uh, career. Jerry Lawler, uh, as of last weekend, wrestled his first match of 2023. A staggering, 50, I think that's a 54-year career. He uh, he wrestled. Someone put on Twitter that he'd wrestled um, Luthez 
So there's like a, there's a lineation of like 91 years from like Luthez, and then Joe Lawler wrestled Luthez one time, and then that sort of lineage just carried on. And uh, obviously Flair wrestled his last match last year, teaming with uh, uh, Andrade, Andrade, going up against uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Side headlock still here, applied by Jerry. Use a lot of energy in trying to work his way out of this hole. He fires Lawler into the rope. Shoulder tackle by Jerry. Leap jump over. Leapfrog by Flair. Hip toss throw by Flair. Reversed by Jerry. Jerry is in full control here of the NWA champion. Rick Flair is not happy. Rick Flair not happy at all. Uh, let's see. Four minutes left. Four minutes left. Pass the halfway mark. We've got about four minutes. Four minutes left. Ten minute time limit. Both men circling Colin Little Neat of the gut by Flair. Oh, chops down Jerry Lawler. Oh, throws Lawler head first in the top turnbuckle. Oh, big chop. Lawler is down. Snapmare by Flair. Off the ropes and drops the knee across the chest. Across the sorry, across the head of Lawler. Goes for the cover. One, two, kick out by the king. Flair picks up Lawler. Scoops him up for a no. Joe Lawler goes behind. Sleeper, oh sleeper! Rick Flair went for the uh, went for the suplex, but Jay Lawler went behind him. Sleeper hold applied by Jerry the King Lawler. Less than three minutes left. Jerry Lawler is potentially three minutes away from winning the world heavyweight title. Lawler drops down. Sorry, Flair drops down, and Jerry goes flying out of the ring. Concrete first. Concrete first. Went flying onto the concrete. Rick Flair's outside now. Oh, big chop. Two minutes left. Rick Flair throws Lawler back in. Rick's going to want a uh, pinfall decision, I'd imagine. Crowd fully behind Jerry. Yeah, right now, two minutes to go. Two minutes on the time limit. Irish whip now by Flair. Big back elbow by Flair. Jerry's down. Flair picks him back up. Looks like he's going for a pile driver of sorts. That move is banned here. Gut wrench suplex by Ric Flair. Lovely. Goes for the cover. One, two, kick out. Lawler seems to be uh, hurt after that fall he took to the outside. Ric Flair now pummeling away on Lawler's head with some right hands. And a woo! Oh, Flair drops the elbow. Goes for the cover. One, two, kick out. Flair picks up Lawler by the hair. Flair off the ropes. Oh, stomp. Chop. Goes for the cover. One, two. Flair sees Jerry Lawler as a very terrific 
territory guy. Sees him as a uh, big, sees him as a big fish in a small pond. But Jerry Lawler is a well-travelled veteran, spending his time between uh, Florida, Memphis. I think, he's, I think he does some bits for AWA as well. Ric Flair now suplexes Jerry Lawler, stolen suplex. Drops him down. So he's going for the figure four leg lock. He's got him in the figure four. He's got him in the figure four. 30 seconds left to go. Can Jerry Lawler survive? Ric Flair, since the bell has rung, the bell has rung. Ten limit time limit has expired. Ric Flair's not happy. Which was an unexpected one for us here to see the King and Ric Flair going at it. But the 10 minute time limit, which was, a, no, he didn't give up on it. The time limit ran out. The 10 minute time limit ran out on it. And it is a draw. It, we played by your rules. Now we played by mine. Five more minutes. Five more. Hey, no questions. The world champion wants five more minutes. If the world champion wants, the world champion can. Uh, I guess we have five more minutes. Rick Flair's not happy. He wants to beat Jerry Lawler. He wants five more minutes. And we're back. Five more minutes have been allowed. Rick Flair chopping the shit out of Jerry Lawler here in the corner. Smashing him with forearm smashes. Big hip toss out of the corner. Oh, big round by Flair. Jerry Lawler's getting fired up. You can see it in his eyes. Big right hand by Flair. Big right hand. Chops. Right hands. He's in the corner. Puts him in the corner. Oh, forearm smash. Chop. Elbow. The strap is down. The strap is down. Lawler is pissed. Lawler is pissed. Big right hand by Jerry. Flair. Jerry. No, Jerry now. Pummeling him. Flair is down. Snap there by Jerry. Oh, do, 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 do. Pummeling the forehead of the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Puts him in the corner. Whips him. No. Flair tries to stop it. Big kick by Lawler. Flair. Classic Flair over the top rope in the corner. Flair is down and in trouble. He may have wished he didn't want five more minutes. Big slam by Lawler. Going up to the second rope on the inside. Brett's rope. Drops the fist. Lawler rolls to the outside. Jerry Lawler grabs, sorry, Ric Flair grabs the title belt and he is out of here. He's running off. Jerry Lawler wins. Jerry Lawler beats the NWA World of Champion Ric Flair by count out. Jerry Calhoun that he left count him out of it and Jerry is right he did pick up his belt and left he's counted out I'm the world heavyweight champion I, boy I tell you I just really don't know 
I he Jerry. left the ring. He's counted out. I'm the champion. I I don't know. Of course, that is nothing new. I have known what's happened here since uh, we all got started in this. Rick Flair came out here. I, I tell you what, we're gonna have to. I'm do. the champion. That's what we gotta do. Jerry, I don't know, but get the belt. I gotta take a break, and maybe we'll find out. Listen, see if you can uh, get Eddie Marlin for me during this break, and let me see if we can get this thing straightened out. We're going to take a break, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be back and try to get this thing straightened out. Yeah, he did walk out. So let's take a break, right? Yeah. It's a yeah, Eddie. We've got to get this uh, cleared up on the thing because Flair picked up the belt and left in here, and uh, it would seem to me that that would make Lawler the uh, world heavyweight champion. Well, it's real confusing to everybody except Ric Flair. I went back and talked to him, and he said, what's the big deal? He said, show me the contract for today's title match, and I'll produce the belt. So without his word, it wasn't a title match. So he said we had to have a contract. We didn't have a contract. He hey, is right here. Just a minute, brother. Produce a contract. Well, Show me a contract that said I wrestled for the world championship. Show it to me. You're a big deal in this town. You're a big man. Show me a contract. I don't have a contract. You know why it doesn't exist? You think you're talking to some country hick like this town's made out of? No. You're talking to the world champion, we brother. We took you for your word. Yes, well, I'll tell you what. Take me for this, brother. You will never see the day that I wrestled Jerry Lawler. And you know why? I'll tell you why. Don't crowd me. Get in here, big man. This seems to be the only man in the whole town that I can look in the eye and believe. You understand what I'm telling you? He's like me. He likes nice clothes. He likes the good life. He likes the soft touch of a pretty woman. And he likes money. So let me show you something, brother. Don't you walk away either. I don't care if you're a multi-millionaire, Eddie Marlin. I'm a multi-millionaire, too. Just a minute, partner. I presume, then, that officially means that the title did not change hands. It was no title match. Who's wasting it around? You know damn well it didn't change hands. Okay. It's on the waist of the world champion, brother. Well, you you just... know, I want to taste them. I came out here out of the goodness of my heart. I flew my Learjet in here out of the goodness of my heart. And you country bumpkins, you rednecks, tried to put something over on Mr. Cool. No way, Daddy. Not today, anyway. What today? What is happening here? We, uh... Hey. Don't you worry. When I turn around, I'll tell you what's happening. Well, in case you just joined us, this is the world heavyweight champ, uh, Rick Flair, who uh, has called this meeting uh, with Jimmy Hart out here. Now, all right. My personal check. And, brother, if you don't think this is as good as gold, call anywhere in the country. Anywhere. I got more money and more banks around the United States than any man alive. $10,000. You know what this is for? Because I want you to bring me the blood and the sweat and the guts of Jerry Lawler. And you, for trying to intimidate me, for trying to pull something off, are going to have to watch 
the slow destruction of your big time hero. You understand what I'm telling you? I don't care if you're a multi-millionaire. You don't. Yeah, well, take this and take this. It's my word. $10,000, brother. I'll sign the check the day you deliver to me a piece of Jerry Lawler. I don't care whether you wrap it up, whether you put it in a box. I don't care. I want to hear that Lawler's got a broken leg. I want to hear he's got a broken arm. I want to hear he's got a broken neck. I want to hear Jerry Lawler is no longer a professional wrestler. And I'll tell you what, Daddy, because you're the man you are, that 10,000 is just openers. Now you, Mr. Russell, I complimented you. I said you were a real man. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. I can't help but believe deep down inside you didn't have something to do with this. And because you think Jerry Lawler's a big deal, you're gonna have the privilege of watching this too. Because we're gonna bring in men from all over the world. And so keep your mouth shut, brother, when I'm talking. And Jerry Lawler, if you're out there, remember this, brother. You are going to belong to me as a present from this man right here. Let me say one thing, baby. For $10,000, he might not even be alive the time you get back, baby. For 10 grand, for 10 grand, woo! Yeah, you came to the right one when you went to heart. That's for a fact. Let me tell you something. What comes out of my mouth is as good as gold. Put it in the bank. What I can't go out and get myself, I buy. And I'm buying Jerry Lawler's hide. I'm going to be very polite. Lawler, laugh, joke about this, but remember one thing. You've never come up against Ric Flair. And what I want, I get. You remember it, and you remind these people in Memphis, Tennessee, there's only one big daddy, and it's Ric Flair. Okay, well, we heard it from the uh, from the world's champion in a rather unchampionship-like gesture, getting Jimmy Hart out of here. He, in fact, did give him a check for $10,000. It's not signed, and he said he will sign it at such appropriate time as he has the evidence that Lawler is not, uh, not wrestling uh, anymore. Uh, we've got more action coming up in the ring, and we're going to get right to it. So history has been made here, ladies and gentlemen. The first and last time we've seen Ric Flair in Memphis, a NWA world title match has happened. And there's been some controversy. Controversy? Controversy? Controversy. And Ric Flair is not happy, and he has put a, basically a $10,000 bounty out on Jerry Lawler, and he's he uh, given it to Rick. He's given it to Jimmy Hart. I'm guessing that check may still be, uh, probably still hasn't been cleared because Jerry Lawler's uh, still wrestling. So uh, he's now the one who's got the one up on Ric Flair. So uh, let's see what's going to be happening next. Okay. Let me say one thing. I'm not going to take up a lot of time, but I've been sitting in the back and I have been steaming, brother, because all I've been hearing is Ric Flair and Jimmy Hart and Lawler and Dundee and all this, and they got their own, their own thing going. But let me say one thing. Belts and titles mean a lot. The Southern Belt means a lot, and the, and the Middle America Belt wins a, means a great deal. Now, I'm going to stand out here today in front of 350,000 people, but the man I want to talk to right now is a man who owns that Middle America belt, and that's the belt I'm after, Bill Dundee. And I want him to come out here, and I want him just to answer a few questions. It's all I want him to do. Now, I don't want Eddie Marlin. I don't want to talk to Eddie Marlin. I want to talk to Dundee. 
because Dundee is the man who has the Middle America belt. And how many weeks did I come out here and challenge Bobby Eaton for a match? How many weeks? Well, a lot of weeks, yeah, right? You did, right. A lot of weeks I challenged him. And now here comes Bill, and I want to, uh, now no trouble, okay? I just want to ask him a few questions. Bill, right here, baby. I just want to ask you okay, a few questions. Up. Now listen, hey, wait a minute. You wait a minute. Bill, I want to ask you one thing, brother. You're the Mid-America champion. Everybody knows that, right? Yeah. I want to ask you what happened. Bill, what? What happened? No, okay, I had to wrestle Steve Kern, right? Right. Okay, in my, in my opinion, I shouldn't have had to wrestle him anyway, anyway because I'm the number one contender. Hey, I right or not? No, Eddie, wait a minute. Eddie no, wait a minute. I, okay, we're supposed to have a match. And how many weeks did I come out here and challenge Bobby Eaton for a match? Yeah. And you know why you won in the first place? Okay, I came out here. Did I or did I not come out here on TV and help you? Did I, wait a minute, did I, I did or not sit Jimmy Hart down in his chair so you can beat Bobby Eaton? Well, I'd have done the same for you. You've been on the same day. No, you never no, asked me to do Wait a minute now. Yeah, There's you, no okay, big question. Okay. You kept Hart there and I beat Bobby Eaton. Fair okay, square, you beat, okay. but everybody knows you can beat Bobby Eaton straight up. It was Jimmy Hart that you got to worry about. I neutralized Jimmy Hart. And right, you didn't win the belt. You didn't win the belt. We won the belt. We won the belt. I helped you win the belt. So actually, what, what I am, I'm a co-holder of that Middle America belt. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do with you, Dutchman. If you think you own the belt, you wear the belt a week, and I'll wear it a week, hey, okay? Don't, hey, no, no, don't get smart. Don't get smart. All I want to say, I want to say one thing. I want a match, and I'm not getting a match. I'm not getting You it. never beat Steve Kern, the man said. Hey, I beat Steve Kern. Hey, it was a Did stupid referee. Was anybody there that he beat Steve Kern? Hey, were you at ringside? Were you the referee? Well, I stood back and watched it. They, they sent everybody in, pulled you apart. The guy never held nobody's hand up. No, he didn't hold anybody's hand up. Why don't you put the belt up against me, Dundee? Now, I've come out here three or four weeks in a row. Now, what i got to wait? For you to lose the belt or retire the water? I'm, I don't like being in first matches, and I'm not going to be in first matches because I'm after that belt. Okay, Rick, Rick Flair comes in here. He's going to wrestle the Southern Champion. What if the Southern Champion has a car wreck? The Mid-American Champion will probably take his place. It's like a card game. You've got to play your cards right. And I'm going to say one thing. Hey, we're friends, right? But yeah, I want friends. some satisfaction. I want a match. That's all I want. I just want a shot at it, baby. Well, I'll tell you what you do, Dutchman. You go back and talk to Eddie Marlin when he says, Bill, sign your name here. Will and you sign it? Gonna... I'll sign it. You'll sign it. That's right. But not until he does the thing. Oh, wait a minute. Well, come on, Dutch. The ladder's nine feet tall, brother. You was no, up the I don't, I don't Now think you're that's down right. the bottom. You never no, beat Kern. No Did trouble. He beat Kern? Now, let's not have any trouble out no, here, please. You we're not going to have any so trouble. Uh, come on, Dutch. Dutch. Dutch Mantel wailing away on Bill and Dave. Dutch Mantel is not happy that he has not got a title match. Wrestlers and that now coming out. Eddie Marlon, Jerry Calhoun coming out to try and break this up. Dutch Mantel not happy at all. That's not the thing to do to Bill Dundee. We have seen before he's a fiery little character. Dutch Mantel taking his t-shirt off now. He's got a match still against the Invader. He attacks the Invader before the bell. It's clobbering time here by the Dirty Dutchman. Dutch Mantel, black singlet, blue boots, going up against the Master Invader, gold mask, black and gold singlet, black boots, big slam by Dutch Mantel. Off the ropes, drops the elbow. This is the cover. One, two, three. You win the match. Dutch Mantel. <laughs> 14 seconds. This has been an explosive episode here on Championship Wrestling this week. The week of the fourteenth uh, of August. Timeout once again. We've had more. They've had fourteen seconds of action of wrestling in about 
30 minutes of talking. It's about uh, sorry, 10, they've had 10 minutes and f- 10, uh, 15 minutes, about 15 minutes of wrestling and about 10 sec- uh, 30 minutes of uh, talking. It's like modern day Monday Night Raw. So we've got Carl Fergie and Sweet Brown Sugar going up against Terry Taylor and Bobby Fulton. Terry Taylor here, new to the area. He is being worked over by Carl Fergie. Sweet Brown Sugar wailing away on Bobby Fulton. Big slam by Sweet Brown Sugar on Fulton. Drops the leg. Terry Taylor, Irish whips Fergie into the corner. Oh, but it's met by a big knee. Carl Fergie drops the boom on Terry Taylor. Carl Fergie, uh, black trunks, white boots. Terry Taylor, blue trunks, black boots. Sweet Brown Sugar is wearing uh, purple tights, white boots. Bobby Fulton, black and red trunks, white boots. Bobby Fulton wailing away now on Sweet Brown Sugar. Jimmy Hart now in the ring. Oh, with the cane over the back of Jimmy uh, Bobby Fulton. Referee's call for the bell. Oh, Jimmy Hart now wailing away on Terry Taylor. Four, three on two here. I'm guessing this is an expression of time. Oh, Sweet Brown Sugar with that cane into the back of Terry Taylor. Double slam now by Fergie and Sweet Brown Sugar on Taylor. Guessing this is an exploration of time. So we may see another fall. We will... Oh, a fall? I don't know what happened there. What's going to happen next? Our expiration of time, I actually didn't have much time. By the time I got through listening to the uh, world heavyweight champ, Ric Flair, and a few other things that happened, a little spontaneous scrap on the floor with Mantell and Dundee and all, so I, I've just about recapped it. <laughs> Almost, yeah. We had Ric Flair in here. Rick, uh, in a special world championship match against Jerry the King Lawler for 10 minutes. There was no winner in that. Flair demanded another five minutes, grabbed the belt. So as uh, Lance Dave go through the results, we will see what we're going to be having next. Obviously, we've still got another three weeks of shows to get into. So we'll see what we're going to be seeing. I would imagine it's going to be highlights of uh, other matches, uh, of other weeks. I doubt we'll see um, full weeks again now. That was very exciting, wasn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Rick Flair in the area. We're on to the next week. This is from the 21st of August, 1982. Jimmy Hart talking to Lance with Carl Fergie. Say something, you know, like everybody out here knows. Hey, I know it, and I'm sure Carl, you know it too, don't you, Carl? And uh, Dave and you, uh, that Lawler is probably the world's greatest wrestler, isn't he? Isn't he the greatest, greatest in the world? <laughs> See, the people know it. And, you know, and, and I just thought, you know, there's so many shut ins all over around looking at TV. Jerry Lawler is in the ring with his uh, opponent. Somebody, and no disrespect to Jesse Owens, but. He shouldn't even be in wrestling tights out here. He couldn't even be the donut, man. He couldn't be the donut, you know that. And, and, and I just thought, hey, King, listen, I know you're real busy and, and, and I've got a lot of things to do, but can you come down here and talk to me just for a minute? Please. Hey, I'll even put my, I'll put my stick back over here. Look, behind the desk. Please come down here. Come on. I know you're a busy man, but you're great. You're the Southern champion, man. Come on. 
Come on, let's hear it for him. Come on. There you go. Come on. Come on, King. What is this that Jimmy Hart has got in mind? Nothing. Oh, there it comes. Oh, I see. Come here. We just want to have a pleasant conversation oh, right hey. before a match here. Hey, man, this... Hey. <laughs> You know, it's a thrill to even stand this close to you, man. You know, you got the Southern belt, and you are the greatest wrestler in the world. You know it, I know it, and the people know you're the greatest in the world. And and, and, and I was just thinking, see, there's a little applause right there. You know, I, I was just thinking, you know, like like I said earlier, there's so many people that are in you know, all the hospitals, and, you know, it'd be such a waste of time to see you wrestle poor little Jesse Owens up there. You know, like I said, he probably couldn't beat a donut or anything else. But what I wanted to ask you is that, that you know, you came out last week, and you made a complete fool out of the world champion, Ric Flair. You know, he, he was stumbling over words, and, and, and it was great, man. He was so scared, he even ran to me and said, here is $10,000. Got a bounty on him, man. Can you bring anybody in to get it? Well, I've been on the phone all week. All week, I've been calling everybody, everywhere. And I said, man, I've got 10 grand here. You got to get rid of somebody for me. And they said, who? And I said, Jerry Lawler. They said, well, I'm sorry. We, we got to play golf or baseball or go on tours. And... And I was wondering that, you know, old Carl right here, you know, old Carl Fergie here, he does have a, a shot at the championship belt, now, King, you know that. And uh, what I was thinking, instead of waiting, uh, you know, till next week or so, why don't we do it today in front of all these people right here, all these people, and all the shut-ins? Think about all the kids in the children's hospital, King. What do you think, man? Come on. What do you think, baby? Because you are the greatest. You know that. I know that, and the people know it. What do you think, huh? Little Southern Championship match right here. Sound familiar? What do you want, huh? Well, you know what I think is, Lance, that this guy would love to be just like me, wouldn't he? He must. He must. Oh yes. You really are. Let's face it, Hart. You're my biggest fan, aren't you? Oh, hey, number one, number one, baby. See, because he obviously, he obviously sat last week glued to his television set. And now he's out here, he's memorized my little con job last week, word for word, hadn't he? And you think you're going to use that on me now? You think I'm going to fall for it just like Ric Flair fell for it last week? Is that, is that what you're doing man, now? listen, I have a picture of you in my bedroom, man. I, have, I, yeah. I watch your films on TV that. every week, man. I believe that. It's true. It's the truth, baby. So what you're proposing is that, now, you, one, one thing you said is true. Carl does have a shot at the Southern Heavyweight Championship, which he rightfully won. That's right. But now you see, I'm gonna tell you something a little bit, a little bit about Carl. He and I are cousins, first cousins. His father, my mother, brothers and sisters. Right. But now, Carl, you know this is true. When we were young, Carl's mind sometimes comes and goes, you know. And obviously, no, come on. Obviously, it's gone right now, or he wouldn't be standing next to Jimmy Hart. So, what I propose to you, Carl. What, what I, I'll make my own little proposal. You earned a shot at this belt, and I'll be more than glad to give it to you right here today if you'll remember that you and I are cousins, and you tell this little skinny wimp to get his little skinny tail back in that dressing room, then you and I can go in this ring, and we can wrestle in the true sense of competition, and I think we'd both enjoy the match, and we'll just see who the best man is. That, I would enjoy that, really, to be honest with you. I don't okay. want, you see, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to fight Carl, but I'd love to wrestle him. We wrestled when we were kids, you know, and I would love to wrestle I, Wrestling, to me, Lance, is fun. Fighting is not so fun, but I would love to wrestle Carl, but I don't want to have to fight him, and I'll be glad to wrestle you, Carl, if you get rid of this wimp right there. All right, now what about it? Well, I'll tell you what about it right now. I do Carl's talking for him, and let me tell you something. I need to get a hank just to start crying after that. Carl, we 
just trying to con you, man. You realize you are being conned by the greatest con man in professional wrestling today. He conned the world champion into a championship match, didn't he? Didn't he? Okay, well, look, man, he's jealous of you. Lord, you're jealous of him. You've always been jealous of anybody in your family, and you know that because you want to keep them at the very bottom so you can always be the king. Look at this man. Look at this man right here, baby. Six foot three, man. He is you. He is the future. That's what he's trying to do, Carl. Are you going to listen to him, man? Oh, you got, if you are, then you are. You're everything he said, man. You're nothing. But you can't listen, baby. You're our championship material. And you have a title for the championship now, huh? Another con? Hey, baby, a con man all the way, Lauder. Why don't you do your talking in the ring? Because that's where he's going to do his talking. What do you think, huh? What do you think, baby? Huh? Well, you got it. I listened to this. I know he's already said that if you'd get on back out there, that he would go up in the ring and uh, and wrestle Carl and have a wrestling match out of it and not try to make okay. it some kind of street just, fight. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll just give Carl his championship match right here on television today. And what I think I'll do, Carl, is I'll give you a little wrestling lesson and I'll show you that you're in the wrong company with this clown right here, buddy. <laughs> you're going okay, to put the belt ring, up baby. in a match Come with in Carl the now? In the ring, big man. Come on, Carl. Come on, okay. This chance that this is his one chance at the belt that he earned. He's not going to get another one. He doesn't need another one, baby. Come on, Carl. Come on. Well. Introducing a 227 pounds from Huntsville, Alabama, with his manager Jimmy Hart carrying the stick. So hold on, let's, I'm going to have to pause this now. This because they've now they haven't shown the match, and then this is from the 20th. This is from the week after. So we will. Uh, tell you what happened on the 21st 21st uh, Steve Kern beat Master Invader Carl Fergie was disqualified against Jerry Lawler Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar beat Bobby Fulton and Terry Taylor and Jimmy Jim, Jimmy and Jim Cornette is announced as becoming a manager so I wonder what will happen there now this is from the 28th I don't know why the person cut that I do not know so this is Bobby Eaton I'm guessing this maybe turns into a thingy we'll find out but this is Bobby Eaton versus Bill Dundee from Memphis television of the 28th of August this match, one fall, 15-minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Okay, we're about ready for the bell to go. Bell time, and here we go. Dundee and beautiful Bobby. I'm going to ask a friend of mine, Jimmy Cornette, to come in. Jim Cornette down, is uh, going to be on commentary. Jimmy Hart on the outside. Bobby Eaton, uh, red and blue trunks, white boots. Bill Dundee, blue and red trunks, red boots. Colin Herbert upside head up by Bill Dundee. Oh, Bill Dundee sweeps the legs, takes down Bobby Eaton, gets a two, gets a one count even. Both men back up to their feet. This is from, I'm trying to find out from this is from. Lance Russell is uh, putting over Jim Corner and his mother. I've got no idea from where this is from because my results here show this match is never takes place basically, but I don't know what's going on. 
Jim Cornette is uh, now saying that he's going to be becoming a, a manager. Corner by a tie up, side headlock once again by Bill Dundee. Cinching that son bitch in. Oh, big right hand by Dundee on his own son in law. Like I've said before, I have an advantage. I come from a wealthy family. My mother has money. And I want to use this advantage to get into the wrestling profession. She's already putting over about Jim Cornette's mother. An angle that would be uh, would go to various different promotions over the years. Even like 90, 90, 90, 90, 1993 when he was in the WWF. His uh, rich mother was mentioned. They're both men circling again. Colin over top. Side headlock once again by Bill Dundee. Bobby and pulling the hair. Bill Dundee still uh, with that side headlock. Trying to rip the head of Bobby Eaton right off there. Bobby Eaton with a shove off. Shoulder tackle by Dundee. Dundee off the ropes. Hip toss, hip toss. Hipped us by Bill Dundee, reverse, reverse, drop kick by the Australian, and a jiggle, and a splash. One, no, one count. Bill Dundee scoots out the ring, goes to run off Jimmy Hart, but he, when he gets back in the ring, is met by a knee, followed by a big right end by Bobby Eaton. Jimmy Hart uh, played a little, a little role in this match, and that has resulted in the tide turning towards Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton now choking on the ropes. Irish whip now. Big back body drop by Eaton. Dundee is down and in trouble. Bobby goes for the cover. One. Dundee's got the foot on the ropes. Foot on the ropes. Foot on the ropes. Bobby Eaton now choking behind the referee's back. Big round. Oh. Choking again behind the referee's back. And again. Excuse me. Oh. Bobby now some stumps to the fallen Bill Dundee. Goes for the cover. One, two. Kick out. Crowd fuller behind Bill Dundee, as you would expect here. Double sledge to the back from Eaton. Irish whip now coming up. Big stump to the midsection. Down goes Dundee. Dundee sweeped the legs. He tried to escape with Bobby Eaton down, but Bobby Eaton just got straight back up again and hit him with a double sledge. Now choking off the ropes again, choking in front of the referee. Off the ropes again, choking again. Off the ropes. Oh, big round by Dundee. Dundee now back up with Pepper and Bob, uh, Bobby Eaton with right hands. Oh, and again, Bobby Eaton is down. Dundee picks him up. Oh, big kick. Oh, Bill Dundee now. Irish rips Bobby Eaton. Big right hand knocks down Eaton. Jimmy. 
Irish trip now by Dundee. Big back body drop. Holy shit. And they, uh, uh, Bobby nearly went out of the ring. One. Peppering him now with right hands on top. Jimmy Hart's in the ring. Jimmy Hart's in the ring. Jerry Calhoun rings the bell. Bill Dundee's got to say, here comes Sweet Brown Sugar. Sweet Brown Sugar knocks down Bill Dundee. He's now three on one. Jimmy Hart stomping away on Dundee. Bill Dundee just got his hands on Jimmy Hart as Sweet Brown Sugar came in. Oh, came to the throat there by Dun by Eaton. Leg drop by Sweet Brown Sugar. Here comes Steve Kern. Stan Lane, the fabulous ones. They run off. Eaton and Sugar. Oh, Lawler's there as well. Luckily, these guys were there to save Bill Dundee because it looked like Bill Dundee was about to take a whooping. It's Terry, T Steve Kern and Terry Taylor. I do apologize. I thought it was Stan Lane, but it's Terry Taylor. Come on out here and jump in the ring with me and Taylor. Because we're ready, and I'll tell you something else. If you want to jump in on anybody's match, you just be watching behind your back. Because we're here, and every time you get an opportunity, you're going to see our faces. Because we're going to be jumping in right behind you. Steve Kern and uh, Terry Taylor uh, looking for those Southern Tag belts. And boy, let me tell you, they are prime. Two real physical specimens. And you saw Eaton and Sugar decide it was time to get it uh, to get it on and get out of here so by golly they did that uh we... yeah jerry hey appreciate you coming out yeah. too jerry I and helping to. out there bill's fine and everything i wanted to could you come around here for a second jimmy cornett i wanted to talk uh for just a second with Jimmy Cornette, if we well, could. Well, we've been yeah. talking with Jimmy about his, uh, about his career. Well, coming, you know, trying I, to get into now, a lot of people don't know Jimmy Cornette yet, but uh, Jimmy has, Jimmy's been around wrestling, as he says, for a long, long time, and uh, he takes, he's probably the greatest, Jimmy, you're probably the greatest wrestling photographer that I've ever seen. Yeah, and uh, uh, I know, I, you know, I, I get a lot of pictures from you. I have a whole room, the entire room is wallpapered with my pictures that Jimmy Cornette has, has taken. And uh, he's got money. You know, he's talking about money, I know, because he charges enough for those pictures, <laughs> believe me. So. But, uh, and his mother, you talked about your mother. I heard you talking about your mother. That's really nice. I, you know, it's really nice when a guy feels that way about his mother, that he would come out here in front of, thousands of people and talk about it like that. his mother is loaded Lance she is rich she is so rich she's got alligator bags under her eyes that's how much money she's got I want to take I'm not I'm only kidding about that but she is she's a fine lady and she really Jimmy and her are real close and and uh, I understand that she is going to finance your endeavor and, uh, That's what Jimmy was telling us. Well, that is wonderful. It, does she also b pick out your clothes and everything for you, Jimmy? Well, hey. wow. I, no, yeah, I, she, no she, I want, I'm just. No, kinda, she helped me. She helped I'm me. I'm just kind of kidding with Jimmy. I know, I, I know she helped you. I can tell she helped you because I looked at the outfit, and I just the first thing that is a dead giveaway. I want the camera, if you can, to kind of get down low. You remember Lance when you were a kid, little kid, and you used to your mother say, "Okay, time to go to the shoe store," and you'd say. 
my, all the kids got Nikes or tennis shoes. I want some tennis shoes. But no, your mother would always buy you a pair of shoes like this. Look at this. Oh, you remember those dress Jerry, shoes? you're <laughs> terrible. You, did you get a shot of the shoes? Uh, Come on, just real quick. You like, you're... have they got a shot of them yet? There you go. All right. Those are typically bought You're mother awful. dress shoes and the boxer shorts. Does she buy you the boxer shorts well, and all I've that I've got stuff. a couple of pairs, but no. <laughs> okay. Like, no, he's, he's, he's a good come guy. Come on, now, you're, are, are you making fun let, of let me? No, I'm not no, making fun of let, you. Let, let me, let me get, get back into something. I know you're a particularly good friend of uh, Jimmy's. And, That's um, true. I, what, the reason I want to come out, I'm, I'm just kind of teasing with him a little bit. Um, I think a lot of people, because he says he wants to be a manager, got the wrong impression about Jimmy. Jimmy is a fine uh, young man. How old are you, Jimmy? He is. I'm, I'm 20. He's 20 years old, and he's his mother is taking good care of him up till now. He Jerry, gets sick. I okay. If he gets something wrong with him, you know, she coddles him. Parents. The rear end thermometers are a little bit too much, much you Jimmy, but that's okay. No, Everything's fine. Let me ask you this. Now, how about signing? He's a good friend of yours. Jimmy's ready to go. He's expressed an interest in it. He's, I know he's talked to you and mentioned something to you about it. Uh, so no, he talked to me. About, <laughs> about signing up with him. Well, like I said, Jimmy is a fine young man, and I'm sure that... Uh, he and his mother probably know a lot about wrestling from taking pictures and everything, but I haven't had that good luck lately with managers, so probably, Jimmy, if you look, you know, find somebody else, it'd be, be good. Yeah, well, he, there's would, a lot of guys with I the kind of pay, money you got. I would pay any price for you because you are the best. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. You know that. Okay, but I'll I pass on that off. I appreciate okay. it anyway, Jimmy. Thank okay. you. Anyway, I just wanted to come out and have a little fun okay. with you. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jerry, Thank you, for Jimmy. being out here. You and real uh, nice. You, you got, you well, got, you. Well, you get out of here. Uh, Jimmy, thanks for coming out. Best of luck in uh, however it goes, buddy. We got to take time out, and we're going to be back in just a moment. Well, uh, Jimmy Hart is uh, purportedly... Well, here he comes right now. We had talked to Hart about his association with Kamala, and sure enough... Here comes Jimmy with a big Ugandan giant. Come on. And here he is, Jimmy Hart. Living and living color. Kamala. What Jimmy Hart great. wants, Jimmy Hart gets, man. You know what? I really realized the man was mistreated. Can you imagine? This man, Kamala, the Ugandan giant, has never, ever tasted a watermelon in his life. He don't even know what a watermelon tastes like or looks like. Can you imagine priming this giant of that? Can you imagine? Kamala has never even been with a woman in the United States. He hadn't even partied with any girls or anything. And you know the parties the first family has, Russell. Can't yeah. you imagine? Kamala, a big watermelon party with Kamala and all those pretty little girls in a big party. This man will go crazy. Watermelons and women, Kamala. Woo! My well, champion. Still Can you waiting imagine to that? find out. I'm kind of getting the gist, well, gist of it here well, as to how you got Kamala. Well, I'll tell you later, but let me just say something right now. What I want to talk about is to you, Dutch Mantel. Now, Dutch, I want you to pay attention. If he's not looking in the back, somebody please get him back there because this is important, baby. When Dutch Mantel was in the family, Dutch had the Southern Belle and the Mid-America Belle. Am I right or wrong? That's true. And he was my first lieutenant when I had the family back then when Dutch was with us. But then Dutch, he went and started talking to Laura and Dundee and all these people, and they swayed him over, and they said, man, you don't need to be with Jimmy Hart because Jimmy Hart will cheat you. He is no good. 
But now where's Dutch Mantell? He is in Never Never Land. He don't have no belt. All he's got is that old whip of his. So what I'm trying to say, Dutch, is you need to be in the family, baby. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Listen, think about it, Dutch. Now think, why in the world are you fighting Kamala on TV today? Do you have a championship match with him? You don't. Well, let me tell you why. The exact reason why everything's like it is now, baby. Eddie Marlin and Dundee are just like that. Just like that. They live close to each other. Matter of fact, Dundee cuts Eddie Marlin's grass. He polishes his car. He goes over to Eddie Marlin and says how pretty that big old pimply-faced, ugly wife of his looks. He goes, oh, she looks so thin. She's so gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? And I can just see him out there now polishing, polishing Eddie Marlin's car, polishing around. And he said, you know, Eddie, come here, Eddie. You know, Eddie's hard of hearing, so we had to call him way over to him and said, Eddie, listen, man, I've just been thinking. As a matter of fact, I love his car here, but you know, I've been thinking that Dutch Mantell, boy, he, he is pretty tough, you know, and it's a rough match. And I ain't scared of him now, but, but I just thought, why don't you maybe put him and Kamala on TV and maybe Kamala might hurt Dutch. And then when I fight Dutch this week, Dutch, man, he won't even be able to get in the ring me. What do you think, Eddie? And old Eddie, kind of being senile in the first place, right, fell right into it. So that's why that match is here, Dutch, because Dundee got to Eddie Marlin, baby. So I'm giving you a chance. You're a smart man, brother. You're a smart man. You need to be with Jimmy Hart in the first family. If you come with me, baby, look, I've got Kamala. Look at it, eating and sugar. I've got the world at my feet, man. We have got youth. We are the future. So, Dutch, be a smart man, baby. Smart enough. Jimmy, Get on the right side. I, I don't care what you did or who you're talking to. Evidently, you don't. I don't have Dutch, to listen to Dutch, it, Jimmy. come out here. No. I want to see. Oh, come on, We're going to get the match underway, You'll Jimmy. I don't want to hear it. Will you stop trying to monkey up the show and just get on up there and get a match? The show? Dutch this Van thing's Talen been so dull in the first place when I came out here. Yeah, Come boy. on, Dutch, think about it, baby. You got a match. You're gonna get hurt, brother. All right. You got. All right. I knew he was a smart man. Well, he's got a match coming up there. Super, super. We got the match coming up, Jimmy. So just leave it alone. You know, Hart. A lot of people trying to sign me. Jimmy Cornette's trying to sign me. You're trying to sign me. But I'm a free agent, Hart. I'm my own man. And you're not a smart, you're not a dumb man. You're a very smart man. But I'm going to say one thing, Hart. I wouldn't sign with you if you were the last man on earth. I would not sign with you because I was with you one time and you, I got screwed around. Right or not? And I don't have nothing to do with it. But you are right about one thing. There's no need me to wrestle Kamala today because no belts are up. Nothing can be accomplished. So he's right about one thing. I'm not wrestling Kamala. Not today, hey, come on, Dutch. Now you're listening to this jerk right here. Come on back. You got a match scheduled in it. Where did you jerk? Somebody get Eddie, will you? Come on, Dutch. You got a match scheduled. I can't believe that. I gave him the chance of a lifetime, man. Oh, big mouth. Don't call me big mouth, big nose. What do you want to say that for, we man? We had a match lined up in here with Dutch Mantell and Kamala. And now Lance is not happy. He wanted to see Dutch Mantell versus Kamala. Kamala in the ring, pacing around. Are we going to get an opponent, maybe? Here comes Eddie Marlin. Him backing out of the match, but I'll deal with him later. But Jerry Lawler has agreed to take his place, so we can still have a match. Let me just say a few words here to you, Mr. Hart, you little stinking slimy wimp, and listen up. Now you can run all over the country and you can tell everybody that you won that belt for me, but you and you couldn't beat your way out of a wet paper bag, punk. I'm the one that beat that big you bangy. And I did it then, and I can do it any day of the week. Do you understand that? 
Now, I'll tell you what I'm fixing to do, Hart. I'm fixing to show you, so you just take those little dark glasses off, get those little beady eyes of yours trained on that ring, because I'm fixing to take that big black jerk, and I'm going to beat that paint off his face, and then I'm going to wet his lips, and I'm going to stick him to that wall right over there, and then, Hart, I'm going to take you, and I'm going to do the same thing to you. Do you understand that? Okay. Well, the match is... Do apologise for any uh, comments made there by Jerry Lawler. This is obviously uh, 40 years old, and certain things that were accessible were acceptable then that they aren't now. Jerry Lawler in his jeans and his uh, white boots going up against Kamala. Kamala with his uh, leopard print uh, shorts on, barefoot. Jerry Lawler now snap mares Kamala over. That's no small feat. Big right hands by Lawler. Kamala, uh, his face paint was uh, legendarily, legendarily painted on by Jerry Lawler. Oh no, here comes uh, Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby eating the matches now. Ben just thrown out. This is what we've seen on this on this week's show. Three on one now. Who's this now? Steve Kern, Terry Taylor now coming out again to attack. Kamala's got Jerry Lawler up, up, up by the throat. Oh, slams him down. Big chop there by Kamala. And again. Terry Taylor and uh, Steve Kern are on the outside with Bobby Ian and Sweet Brown Sugar. Oh, big shot there by Kamala. Kamala's very happy with his work. Doing his little uh, belly tapping, his little dance. Oh, and again. Kamala working over Lawler. Massive brawl outside with Taylor, Kern and Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton. The match has been called off, I think, but it's going to take a lot of uh, effort to stop Kamala. He's got his spear now. Kamala's got his spear. What's he going to do with this? He's fending off Terry Taylor and uh, Steve Kern. Kamala standing over Jerry Lawler with that spear. Jimmy Hart telling him to retreat. He's getting Kamala to retreat out of the ring. Which he does. Kamala now follows Jimmy Hart out. Spear in hand. You're not going to want to mess with the Ugandan giant at the best of times. But when he's got a big spear pointing at you, you know to step away. Kamala goes out of the studio while Steve Kern and Terry Taylor help Jerry Lawler. Uh, first family interrupts a match and jumps into the ring, Dave. Let's take time out and see if we can um, get some order restored completely. we got other big action coming up, and we'll be back to it in a moment. And we will be back after these messages. Please enjoy. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runtin' Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at Mid-Atlantic Pod, at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons. Patreon.com backslash booking the territory and patreon.com 
backslash OVP podcast, brother. Like and subscribe to Mid-South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you? Mate, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrate? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrate is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man great. <laughs> They're revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. It weighs a lot of pounds. <laughs> Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, again, <laughs> again. This commercial is like a mini series. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. to keep sugar and eating from jumping into the ring is to put them in the ring and that's exactly what we're going to do on videotape this one you gotta see uh it is a bout that took place between steve kern and terry taylor a really outstanding tag team out of florida going against the champions sweet brown sugar and beautiful bobby eaton let's take a look at it in the corner you can do so we're seeing footage from the Mid-South Coliseum, Terry Tyler, Steve Kern going up against Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. This is from, this is from, this is from, this is from... Terry from Vero Beach, Florida, California, Florida. This is from, I guess, in August 23rd, 1982. Mid-South Coliseum show saw Jimmy Valiant beat Kamala by disqualification. Dennis Condry beat Bobby Fulton. Stan Lane beat the Enforcer. This match, Bill Dundee beat Dutch Mantel by disqualification and Jerry Lawler successfully defended his Southern Heavyweight Championship against Carl Fergie. 8,881. Terry Taylor uh, in control here. Smashing uh, Sweet Brown Sugar with a drop kick from behind. Obviously we're seeing clips here, so... And... Oh, miscalculation there between Eaton and Sugar. Smart move there by Terry Taylor. Paul Morton is our uh, referee. Terry Taylor is a newcomer here from Florida. 
I'm not entirely sure when he started. Terry Taylor. Let's have a Luxy Lou. Terry Taylor started wrestling in 1979. He was originally part of the Fabulous Ones in Florida, teaming with Stan Lane, but that role went to fellow Florida wrestler Steve Kern. Taylor then formed a tag team with Bobby Fulton called the Fantastic Ones. He won the NWA World Junior Heavyweight title from Les Thornton in 1981. And he wrestled for Mid-Atlantic and Georgia Championship Wrestling. He now wrestles in Florida. Sorry, he wrestles in Memphis here until January of 1984 when he went off to Mid-South Wrestling. And then he'd wrestle uh, in sort of Jim Crockett promotions around there until 1988 when he joined the WWF as the Red Rooster. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Terry Taylor now in trouble. He's been double teamed by Sugar and Eaton as well as Jimmy Hart's been throwing in a few sort of dirty, dirty uh, touches in there. Steve Kern not happy with the double teaming trying to get in to get the referee's attention but all that is doing is allowing more double teaming going after Terry Taylor oh big power slam there by Bobby Eaton on Terry Taylor then he power slammed him out in the ring that's just a dog shaking oh Big clothesline there by uh, Sweet Brown Sugar on Bobby on uh, Steve. Oh, fuck me, Terry Taylor. I go for a modified camel clutch. Steve Kern comes in with a big old boot to the head. Bobby Eaton oh, sledge to the back of Terry Taylor. Crowd not happy with the uh, double team antics of these two fellas. Bobby Eaton's not even the legal man in the match. And Paul Morton's allowing the action to go on. Oh. Bobby now with an Irish whip on Taylor. Oh, knee in the bread basket. Big high velocity knee. Tags in sweet brown sugar. Double team, note. Irish whip by sweet brown sugar. Yep, double right hands takes down Taylor. Steve Kern comes back in. Mm. Double elbows. And again, referee's got no control of this match whatsoever. Oh, big elbow there by Sweet Brown Sugar. Tags in Bobby Eaton. Sweet Brown Sugar goes over and taunts Steve Kern, which means Steve Kern comes in the ring. All four men now in. Sweet Brown Sugar throws Terry Taylor over the top rope. Referee did not see it. Had he have seen it, the match would be over. Bobby Eaton now some beautiful left hand jabs followed by a right hand takes down Taylor tags in Sweet Brown Sugar Steve Kern trying to get his trying to get his partner up and in the corner so he can tag him oh Sweet Brown Sugar peppering Terry Taylor with some right hands Ali like right hands for sure 
Got a fish fight here now, Lazarus. Turning into a Donny Brook, if you will. Terry Taylor now. Oh, double knees to the gut by Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. Jimmy Hart, very happy with what's going on here with these guys. I believe this is a uh, tag team title match. Terry Taylor's got the tag. Terry Taylor's got the tag, but the referee didn't see it. The referee's not seen it, so he's not going to allow it. Referee's not going to allow it. Sweet Brown Sugar off the top. Boom! Big right hand. Steve Kern is absolutely pissed that Paul Morton didn't see the tag and he's not allowing it. But as a fellow, as a former ref myself, you can't call what you don't see. Terry Taylor never shoulder tackle. Shoulder tackle on Eaton. Uh, back by Sunset Flip. Sunset Flip goes for the cover, but Jimmy Hart, Jimmy Jimmy Hart was distracting the referee, which allowed Sweet Brown Sugar to come off the top rope and break up the pinfall. Once again, Steve Kern is absolutely beside himself with rage. Bobby Eaton picks up Taylor. Small package. Small package. Small package. Sweet Brown Sugar is in though before Paul Morton can make the before Paul Morton can make the count. Double axe by Bobby before he leaves the ring. Gives it up to Sugar legally this time. Big right hand by Sweet Brown Sugar on Terry Taylor, who's been in this match a lot. We're only seeing clips of it, but he has been in this match a lot. Oh, big headbutt by Sweet Brown Sugar. Terry Taylor scoops through, scoops through, rolls, rolls, rolls. But he's, does Steve Kern gets the tag, but Paul Morton still doesn't stay it. Paul Morton's back is turned once again. Excellent tag team act work here between Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton. They know how to cut the ring off. They know how to distract the referee enough. And Steve Kern is absolutely beside himself. But he says, fuck it, and just punches away on Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. Jimmy Hart's on the ropes. Jimmy Hart is on the ropes. He's in the ring. Jimmy Hart's in the ring. Steve Kern brings him in. He's got the cane. Steve Kern's got the cane. Bang! Sweet Brown Sugar. Bang! Bang! Steve Kern has seen enough of this bullshit. He's beating the shit out of Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton with that cane. Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton win the match by disqualification. Boy, was that a stem winder and a half, man, I gotta tell you. Sometimes I like that disqualification rule, and other times I don't like the disqualification in various things. You worked it out in great hey, shape, boy. Jimmy wanted me to call you over here. Uh, he was out with us watching the match. And Aaron had some very kind things to say, as a matter of fact, during uh, during the uh, particular... Okay, Jimmy. Bill, I want to make an announcement. You know what I've been doing. We're now seeing footage from the 4th of September, 1982. find somebody that I want to manage. And after last week, I think you saw what happened. You were probably watching on the monitor or something. Jerry Lawler insulted me. And so I've been narrowing my list down just a little bit. And he, at my top choice, was crossed off the list. And so what I want to do right now. So what you're telling me I is... Want, I was your second choice, right? Well, no, what I, what I want to do is I want to make my first public offer. I want to make my first public offer. I want to offer you the chance to be managed by me. You, you couldn't hear what I was saying over here. I can make you... He ain't making his first public offer. 
What you're making is your second public office, so I'm just going to tell you something, Jimbo. No. I don't like being second to nobody and nothing. Jerry was obviously your first choice, so you just go back and talk to the king and see what he's going to say about it. No, he ins... Bill, he insulted me. I don't... Well... No, I'm making my first public offer. I want to manage, Bill Dundee. Bill, come here. Well, apparently... I can spend any amount of money. I can make you a star. Oh, no. Now, I don't want him to insult me again, Lance. Well, Jimmy... Now, let me tell you something, Jerry. You came out here last week. You made fun of my shoes. You made fun of my clothes. This man has... I thought you had class, but you don't. Oh, Jimmy. You now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bill Calm down. Class. Calm down a little bit, Jimmy. Now, don't get so excited out here. I didn't make fun... <laughs> wait a minute. Now, Lance... Oh, now, wait a minute. Lance, fill of this suit. Did your mother dress you this morning? This is a heavy wool suit. It must be 90 degrees outside. She put you in a winter suit today like this. Now, no, if, you wait, if you want some respect, come down here and act like an intelligent human being. Don't come I down here like a little wimp like hey, this listen, and let I've your mother class. dress you. Jerry. You don't have any class. Well, you well, come he comes out here talking about now, his mother. A That's a big joke, man. Don't come out here like a little kid. If you're going to be like a man, don't come out here talking about your rich mother and all of this stuff. Is that right or not? Come on. We don't want to hear it, man. Now, wait a minute. Now, Lance, I come out here and I try to do something serious. I'm being serious. At first, he comes out here. He makes fun of my shoes. He makes fun of my clothes. Well, and don't Classic temper know. tantrum, don't you? His mother will probably be upset. I'm oh, just... That's too you bad. guys are something. The king and a superstar. We're going to take time out and we'll be back with Southern Tag information for you in just a moment. Oh. Superstar D Dundee win it over uh, the big angel in there. He had a tough battle indeed. We still got the king. You'll see him in action in the ring. In the ring, right. Yeah, and Kabbalah will be here. And Spike Cuber and Steve Regal will be here a little bit later on. We talked uh, a little bit earlier and uh, hinted to the fact of Southern Tag action. By golly, I'll tell you, one of the outstanding matches. You've got a couple of aggressive teams. And Sweet Brown Sugar and uh, beautiful Bobby Eaton that we'll see a little bit later on. They tangled with Steve Kern and Terry Taylor, a Florida couple of team. Florida representatives. you got to see the highlights of the Southern Tag title match. Take a look. So once again we're seeing the Sweet Brown Sugar and 
Bobby Eaton going up against Steve Kerner, Terry Taylor. This is, I'm guessing this is from the August the 30th show, 5,845 saw. Jerry Lawler beat Kamala by disqualification. Carl Fergie beat Bobby Fulton. Dennis Condry drew with Robbie Gibson. Spike Huber and Steve Regal, not that one, went to a double countout with Buddy Landell and Mike Graham. This match is also a no time limit, no disqualification match. So it was a pole bullwhip match where Bill Dundee beat Dutch Mantel and then Stan Lane went against the Angel. Steve Kern in the ring now. Big back body drop on Sweet Brown Sugar. Oh, backbreaker by Kern. Oh, backbreaker by, by Terry Taylor, sorry. Steve Kern off the top rope. Off the top. Drops the knee across the chest of Sweet Brown Sugar. Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar both wearing green trunks, white boots. Steve Kern, black trunks, white boots. Terry Taylor, blue trunks, black boots. Oh! Steve Kern drops all of his weight over the leg of Sweet Brown Sugar that was propped on the bottom rope. Now, gone forward a bit more. Steve Kern suplexes Sweet Brown Sugar into the ring from the apron. Steve Kern picks up Sweet Brown Sugar. What's he going to do with him here? Measuring him for a shoulder breaker. Goes for the cover. One, two, nope. Steve Kern is pulled off by Bobby Eaton. Steve Kern now whips Irish, whips Sweet Brown Sugar. Abdominal stretch. Steve, uh, Sweet Brown Sugar can barely, barely stand up. Bobby Eaton with a double sledge from the back. Terry Taylor now in as well. Jimmy Hart's on the apron. Steve Kern. Oh, knocks Jimmy Hart off the apron. Bobby Eaton double sledges Steve Kern. Paul Morton's lost all control of this match once again, as he did the previous match that we saw a minute ago. Jimmy Hart's in the ring with a cane. Oh, cane straight to the head of Steve Kern. Jimmy Hart now back outside. Oh! Double team now by Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton on Steve Kern. Terry Taylor's in there trying to save his partner. Terry Taylor thrown it outside. Sweet Brown Sugar's got the cane again from Jimmy Hart and beats it over the back of Steve Kern. Steve Kern's bleeding, I think. Yep, Steve Kern's bleeding. Following that attack by Jimmy Hart with the cane. Bobby in now. Oh, smashes that cane again over the head of Bobby. Of sweet, uh, Jesus Christ, Steve Kern. Oh, Sweet Brown Sugar slams Terry Taylor on the concrete floor on the outside. Bobby in tosses the cane back to Jimmy Hart on the outside. I'm guessing this is no DQ because he hasn't disqualified him. Sweet Brown Sugar on the top. Bobby Eaton's got Steve Kern, held Steve Kern up and Sweet Brown Sugar knocked him down. God. Oh! Double gut buster by Eaton and Sugar. Kicking away now, I mean, the quarter prone and bloody Steve Kern on the mat. Getting the shit kicked out of him here by Eaton and Sugar. Sweet Brown Sugar doing a little bum wiggle. Happy with his work here.
double right hands by Trigger and Eaton. Trigger drops an elbow. Eaton drops an elbow. Eaton now picks up Steve Kern, slams him down. Bobby Eaton going from up to the second rope on the inside. Oh, drops a devastating, drops a devastating knee. When he leapt off that second rope, he was higher than the top rope. Went across the chest of Steve Kern. Sweet Brown Sugar now in. Oh, sorry, Sweet Brown Sugar tagged in up to the top rope. Oh, flying fist drop. Bobby Eaton now off the top rope on Steve Kern with that fist. Irish whip now by Bobby Eaton. Picks up Steve Kern, slams him down. Irish whip now by Bobby Eaton. Steve Kern still in the match. He's taking a beating. But he's still, still ticking just about. Reverse of what we saw on from the previous match where Terry Taylor was the one taking the beating. Sweet Brown Sugar has got a chair, he's got a chair. Jimmy Hart and Sweet Brown Sugar are holding a chair for Bobby Eaton to run Steve Kern into. And no, Steve Kern reverses it and Bobby Eaton goes head first into the chair. One, two, three. <laughs> One, two, three. He's got the, we've got new tag team champions. Terry Taylor and Steve Kern have unbelievably defeated the odds. Jimmy Hart and Sweet Brown Sugar were holding the chair for Steve Kern to be thrown into, but he reversed it, and Bobby Eaton went headfirst into the chair, fell backwards, and then got pinned. One, two, three. Steve Kern and Bobby Eaton have won the match, but they are uh, Steve Kern's still getting beaten. Terry Taylor's been thrown out of the ring. He's getting fended off now by Jimmy Hart. Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton are now annihilating Steve Kern with that chair. They'll run... Taking it in turns to run, 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 run the edge of the chair into Steve Kern. Jesus Christ. Oh, after second rope. Devastating manoeuvre there. Holy moly, what a move there by Bobby Eaton. Steve Kern is a bloody, bloody mess, but he is a tag team champion. You wouldn't think it. Terry Taylor now with a chair of his own. Fending off Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. He's, got, he's flowing in that chair around like a baseball bat. Kind of a win, too. Are you talking about rough men when those four guys get in there against each other? Really, something else. So, so. from New Orleans, 204 pounds, the dream machine. And against him from Memphis, Tennessee, at 232 pounds, Jerry the King Lawler. This match one fall, 15 minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Jerry Lawler in that full robe and uh, crown going up against the Dream Machine. A feud that was, uh, was around for quite a while, a couple of years ago. Dream Machine, black singlet, white boots, green mask. Jerry Lawler is uh, lavender singlet, white boots. The bell is rung. 
Both men circling, jostling for position. But the dream machine, I imagine, will be wrestling like it is. Kamala will be coming up immediately following this match. Uh, Dave will have him in action, the big Ugandan. Lots of action still to come on championship wrestling. Conover type. Machine pushes Lawler into the corner. Oh, big right hand by the machine. Lawler, Lawler down. Shaking his head about a bit after that big right hand. Conover type. Jesus! Threw Lawler out of that corner. Threw him out of there like he was a bag of rubbish. Colin over top. Lawler now with Machine in the corner. Lawler hip tosses Dream Machine out of the corner that time. Not as impressive as Dream Machine's one was, but. We've got a uh, black curtain again this week around the, uh, around the studio. Dream Machine not happy with the crowd. He was complaining of, uh, of Lawler pulling trunks. Buffman now back in the ring. Circling. So we're going for a test of strength here. Oh no. Wrist wrench there by the Dream Machine. He's got the fingers locked. From our vantage point here. Wrenching that wrist of Lawler's. Oh! Big right hand by Jerry there. Jerry Calhoun reprimanding him of a uh, closed fist. Machine uh, arguing with the crowd and the crowd arguing back. This is always a very vocal crowd here in the WMC studios. Re whip reversed out of the corner by Lawler. Dream Machine in trouble. Oh, Lawler comes running in, but he gets double footed by the Dream Machine. Oh, he then drops an elbow on the shoulder of Jerry Lawler. Oh. Palm strike to the head of Lawler by the Dream Machine. Oh, punches him right out of the ring. Holy moly. What a bump Jerry Lawler just took out of there. Dream Machine goes to the outside. Oh, palm strike again. Both he's been brawling now on the outside. Jerry Lawler goes face first into the ring post. Jerry Calhoun trying to get Dream Machine back in the ring. Which he does. Lawler in trouble. Back in the ring just as he gets kicked. Irish rip man by the Dream Machine. Oh, double sledge to the face and chest of Jerry Lawler. Lawler is down and in trouble. Dream Machine picks him up, slams him down. Out of the corner, drops an elbow. Two. Oh, Jerry kicked out just. 
This is a non-title match, but you can imagine if a Dream Machine gets a win here, he will be in line for a title match. Dream Machine now working over Joe Lawler in the corner. Oh, jab, jab, jab by Dream Machine. Oh, Joe Lawler. Joe Lawler's not taking... The strap is down. The strap is down. Lawler is taking no more of this shit. Big kick by Lawler. Big right hand by Lawler. And again. Dream Machine is pegging back up again. Lawler slams the Dream Machine. Going for the fist. Boom, 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 boom on the head of the Dream Machine. Lawler picks him back up. Off the ropes. Big right hand. Dream Machine isn't down though. Who's this? Jerry Lawler just tripped Jerry Lawler. Behind the referee's back. Oh, leg drop by the Dream Machine. Goes for the cover. One. Two. Kick out. No, no. Lawler's foot was on the ropes. Jerry Lawler's foot was on the ropes. Dream Machine thinks he's won, but he hasn't. Schoolboy, schoolboy, schoolboy. One. Two. Three. Jerry Lawler wins. Jerry Lawler wins. With a schoolboy. Dream Machine is pissed. Dream Machine not happy at all, and the crowd are loving it that Dream Machine didn't win the match. Jimmy Hart's, um, Jimmy Hart's tactics did not prevail this time. Jerry Lawler not happy with uh, what happened with Jimmy Hart. Dream Machine not happy with the match. Lawler slipped in behind him, then dropped him down, held him for the three count. It's Lawler. That gets the win in the match. Five minutes, 31 seconds of time. Kind of an interesting uh, situation. Lawler was fortunate that when he went down, hardcore stripped him right there at the rope, but that he was close enough to be able to get that leg up on the rope because I don't believe he had enough in there to be able to kick that big dream off of WWA World Tag Team Champions have just stepped in the ring. Their opponents coming in here. This is a non-title match. Introducing at a total of 448 pounds from Union City, Tennessee, Sweet Brown Sugar about to step into the ring. And his partner from Huntsville, Alabama, beautiful Bobby Eaton, their manager Jimmy Hart. The World Tag Team Champions at a total weight of 458 pounds, both from Indianapolis, Indiana, Spike Huber and Steve Regal. This match to the expiration of time. The referee is Jerry Calhoun. And the conversation continues. Brown Sugar and Hart uh, talking to the crowd. Regal and Huber have uh, removed the World Tag title belt. They're just kind of waiting for... Uh, so we've got Exploration of Time Tag Team Match. Sweetburn Sugar and Bobby Eaton going up against the WWA Tag Team Champions Spike Huber and Steve Regal. Not that one. Bobby Eaton out of his team. Blue tights, white boots. Steve Regal out for his team. Orange trunks, white boots. Non-title match here. Despite what uh, Jimmy Hart wants. 
He headed for Hart. Now he's back in the ring. And maybe we're going to get some action underway here. Regal against Eaton. Steve Regal not happy with Jimmy Hart there. Trying to chase him out of the uh, around the ringside area. Regal takes Bobby Eaton down. Spike Huber uh, is a name I hadn't heard of before. Um, I'd heard of him for a few weeks ago as I was listening to the World Class Cast over there on the Book and the Territory Patreon. He, uh, 1987 or whatever, he would end up in World Class. Hadn't heard of him any other time. Um, obviously, Steve Regal has been in and out of Memphis for quite a few years. He is now in control of this match with Bobby Eaton with a side headlock. Bobby Eaton pushes him off. Shoulder tackle by Regal. Off the ropes, drop down. And a leapfrog. And slams Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton was very happy with uh, evading the attack. And then turned around and got body slammed by Steve Regal. Armbar now by Regal. Hair pulled by Eaton. Eaton tags in Sweet by Sugar, who comes in and is met by a arm drag. Not once, not twice, but twice. <laughs> Superman Sugar stopped coming into another one. Former holders of the AWA Southern tag titles. Well, which they recently lost. Steve Kern and Terry Taylor. Congratulations all around for something here between uh, Hart, Sugar, and Eaton. Meanwhile, Steve Regal waiting patiently in the center of the ring. Calling everybody to tie up now. Steve Regal with the arm ringer. Sweet Bunch Regal pushes him in the corner, goes for a hand, but Regal ducks. Bit of a uh, Fargo strut there by Steve Regal. Very happy with his uh, evasion of the right hand there. Colin Herbert type. Regal now in the ropes. Oh. Oh. Retaliates with the right hand of his own. So I think we're back to even now. One apiece. He just explained exactly what happened. Regal was just returning the favor. Spoke Huber now tagged in. Yellow Trunks Black Boots going up against Bobby Eaton. Spoke Huber quite a uh, squat gentleman. Colin Herbert tie up. Clean break. Bobby Eaton complaining of a hair pull. Colin Herbert. Side headlock by Spike. Hair pull by Bobby, but Spike gets out of it. Side headlock still by Huber. Bobby Eaton escapes. Applies a headlock of his own off the ropes. Shoulder tackle by Eaton. Off the ropes. Shoulder tackle by Eaton. Off the ropes. Jump over. Hip toss by Spike Huber. Arm drag by Spike Huber. Jimmy Hart not happy with how this match is going. Complaining of a hair pull. 
Did they make a tag, or is Eaton going to stay in there? Eaton's holding his back. Yeah, they made a tag. Here comes Sugar coming in. And Spike Huber just waiting for it. Sweet Brown Sugar now in. Wasting a bit of time before he locks up with Spike Huber. Spike Huber showing off his muscles. Goes test of strength there by both these men. Sugar Sugar's kind of got the advantage. Both both men are very equally powered. Into the ropes, monkey flip by Spike Huber. Drop kick by Huber. Steve Regal now with a right hand to Sweet Red Sugar. Arm drag by Huber. Sweet Red Sugar in the corner having a, a con flab with Bobby Eaton while Spike Huber tags in Steve Regal. Not that one. And they do not go for the tag. Brown Sugar stays in there against Steve Regal. Colin Edward Tart. Headlock by Steve Regal. We're down to 60 seconds. Shoulder tackle by Steve Regal. Oh, Bobby Eaton with a knee to the back by the referee's back. Sweet Brown Sugar tags in Bobby Eaton, who comes in now with a flurry of fists and sledges to the front and back of Steve Regal. Into the ropes now, Irish whip. Stomp to the gut. Rake of the eyes. Rake of the back. Choking away now, Bobby Eaton. 15 seconds left. 15 seconds left. We're not going to get a decision, I don't think, on this one. Bobby Eaton slams. Steve Regal tags in Sweet Brown Sugar. And the bell has rung. The bell has rung. Time limit draw. Time limit draw. All four men now in. Slabbering away on each other. This is how we are going to end the contest, uh, end the episode with a time limit draw and a four-man brawl. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We have just watched the 14th of August to the 4th of September, 1982. I'll try not to keep you too much longer as we have gone well over our two hours. So, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening. Please do not forget to uh, follow the show at Memphis Cast on Twitter. Follow the network at PTBN Wrestling. If you want to buy some merchandise, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Memphis Cast. This has been episode 89 of the UK's number one and only Memphis Wrestling Related Podcast, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I have been your host, Mr. Luke Jennings. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for continued support. Thank you very much to the fine folks of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell and Dave Brown. And until next time... When it's spring again, I'll bring again Tulips from Amsterdam With a heart that's true, I'll give to you Tulips from Amsterdam I can't wait until the day you fill These eager arms of mine Like the windmill keeps on turning That's how my heart Keeps on yearning For the day I know we can 
Share these tulips from Amsterdam Like the wind keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Share these tulips 